Okay, it was yeah. really hard for me not to laugh during that. That was perfect. <laughs> good, good. Okay, welcome to Thank You for Being a Fan, a special edition of the BF Fancast where you get to share all your love of Allison Rosen. Today, our fellow best friend and fan is Michelle Smith. Welcome, Michelle. Hello, thank you. I am so glad that we're doing this again. I know we used to have the BYOF segment and, um, you know, we kind of ran through all the people that wanted to do it, but I feel like there's a new surgence of new fans to our show, maybe new fans to Allison's show that want to tell their Allison Rosen origin story, how they became a fan and all that. But first, I want to ask you about you. So uh, where are you from? I am from Redford, Michigan, which is um, just outside Detroit. Okay. All right. And uh, what do you do for work? For work, I lovingly, I love my work. I clean homes, which allows me a lot of podcast time. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So once a month, I clean my mother-in-law's house. Um, I, well, before she was kind of sick for a little while and she kind of got out of the swing of things. So I started helping her out with that. But I really look forward to it because I thought, okay, I can catch up on whatever um, podcast that I'm back, you know, backlogged on. So that's really cool. And you can kind of be up in your own head and just, it passes the time to have podcasts. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. I love my work. I love my job. I I counted before I got on the phone with you today and I listened to over 60 podcasts. So Whoa. I have a lot of time to fill. <laughs> that is so cool. Oh my gosh. Okay, so maybe I need to get that job. <laughs> Oh, right. It's, it's good work. I really like helping people. It's just my nature. It's always been my nature. So I can help people make money. And I'm very type A. I like putting things where they go and making things neat and clean. So I feel really lucky, actually. So now are you one of these people that brings your work home also? Do you like everything neat and tidy at home? Or are you more of everybody else's stuff is in their place, but I don't care about my own? <laughs> no, I'm pretty neat and tidy at home, too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I can't clean everybody else's house all day and then come home to a, a, my own messy house. I usually just let my podcast roll and then clean our house too. Nice. You're just keeping the spirit of work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's really cool. So bef before I had, you know, before the kids went back, went to school, I didn't really have a lot of time. But once they started school, I really had more time and my house was so clean. For the past, past few months, my husband's uh, been unemployed, so it's been rough because I can't catch up on anything. All I Still, all I can catch up on is Allison because I get to talk about her every single week, so I have to. Um, and I started watching a little baby a couple days a week, and it's like, God, I don't have time for anything anymore. And I still feel so backlogged over, you know, I thought once the kids go back to school after summer, I'm really going to catch up, and I am not. But um yeah. Partner at home makes a big difference. My wife is a school teacher, and when she's home over the summer, I have a much harder time keeping up with everything. Yes. And then when she goes back to school, I'm like, it's mine again, and yes. I can bring back to where it goes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So I felt like that. I kept thinking because it kind of started in July. So I thought, okay, the kids are home, husband's home. You kind of just sacrifice. You wave the, the white flag. Okay, this is going to be kind of out of my normal yeah. for a while. But as soon as school starts, everything's back, and it hasn't been. And I'm like, oh, I just want to. Be I want my Mondays used to be my favorite days of the week because everybody was gone, and it's just like, okay, I can get started on my laundry and my whatever it is. And yeah, yeah. So you're married. So tell me, tell me about that. 
So um, my wife and I have been together six years and this fall. And about a year ago, we eloped. We went to New York City and we eloped um, on the 25th of next month, actually, is our one-year anniversary. And we have um, two children each, so we have four kids all together. Whoa, that's awesome. Okay, so you're really busy. Yeah. (laughs) Now, is she stay-at-home mom? No, she's she's a school oh, teacher. Yeah, st- teacher, right? Okay. Yeah. Jeez. So, yeah. so that's a lot. That's a a huge load. <laughs> yeah, it is a lot. So I guess I'm kind of more the stay at home parent because I I do I drop the kids off at school. I go clean two houses, and then I usually have you know a couple hours in the afternoon I can get things done around my house. Then I pick them up and I do the homework and the shuttling and and all that stuff. So I guess I kind of play the role of stay at home mom a little bit. I see. so what are their ages? Um, they are, I always have to think about this because they're always having birthdays. <laughs> I know, I hear you. <laughs> um, they're 7, 10, 11, and 13. 7, 10, 11, 13. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a 10 and 11, so I understand okay. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, and a 7 and a 13. Wow, that that's nice that they're kind of grouped together. They probably do a lot of similar things together. They do. And my 10 and 11 year old, they're stepless siblings and they're both in fifth grade. So I have like oh. the two fifth graders and, and, um, and so they're kind of like in the same. And then I have the, you know, the little youngest and then the teenager who's becoming such a teenager, oh my you know, gosh, I'm so scared of that. Yeah. Yeah. It is a little scary, but it's also rewarding. He makes me laugh a lot. So. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. I like that. Um, well, you know what? You, for, I don't know what I was going to ask you right there. Um, so let's talk about Allison, the reason why we're here. How did you become a fan of Allison? So I was kind of an early adapter to um, to podcasts. I listened to talk radio um, growing up. My dad listened to a lot of talk radio. And so I listened to a lot of talk radio. And when podcasts started coming around, I downloaded them to my phone like a long, long time ago. And um, I did that for a really long time. And so it's just a matter of finding out who was producing a lot of podcasts. And eventually I ran into Adam Carolla. So I guess I have kind of the typical Allison origin story. And I started listening to Adam and I kind of hate listen to him. You know, I didn't I don't really like him that much. Um, we're not politically aligned at all. Um, and I. Yeah, I so I hate and but I fell in love with Allison and and then when she introduced her additional Thursday show with the Thursday gang, I just Thursdays were my favorite day of the week. And um love listening to them and then, you know, after the split, I obviously followed Allison um to dining room studios and am completely in support of her. So are you ACS free? So I I after the split, I listened to him for a little while because I wanted to hear his side of the story, you know? Yeah. And I kind of continued to hate listen to him for a little bit. But then, like, the politics started, like, the political cycle started. And I'm like, I cannot listen to him anymore. So I completely cut off Adam Carolla. I kept listening to the Water Cooler podcast, which is, which was, like, the new, thir- like, the old Thursday gang show. You know, with with uh, Gary and all of them, and um, I listened to them for a little while. Okay, so do you still do you listen to the Water Cooler podcast still? No, after the bonus episode, and I heard how kind of sad she was, and like maybe a little bit upset that they were kind of continuing to do the show without her. You know, and even using like Bobo Boys and the Bark and all that stuff. I was just like, you know what? There's nothing like I don't. They're not really relatable guys to me. You know, I'm like, I don't really need to keep listening to them. I do still listen to Lynette Corolla show though. Okay, so I, tried, that, I, mean, I gave her a good try, but I just 
and it had nothing to do with the you know Corolla Allison thing. It was just I, her voice. I think kind of just annoyed me or something. I just, yeah, I really wanted I to really, like it, but yeah, I really like her co-host quite a bit, um, Stephanie Wilder Taylor. I like her a lot. She's a comedian and she's really funny. I love comedians. Yeah, so. Um, she's really funny, so she's mostly who I listen to it for. But I, I gave up like all of the Adam stuff, <laughs> yeah. and I feel good about it. So good. That see, there's the there's the positive. Um, it is funny when you I, the same thing I did. I tried listening still afterwards, and all of the things like you said. There's a lot of things I didn't agree with him, but I liked the other parts of the show, and you can kind of just tune that out. But but it became more in focus. When all the things were going on, I was like, man, I'm really hearing a lot of this is just crap. <laughs> right. You know, weeding through to get the good stuff. But since we are still talking about the old people, do you have any, do you want to talk about any of the old Thursday Gang quirks to get it off your chest or? Um, like butter sandwiches kind of stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, you know, I think butter sandwiches are a sandwich. Um, um, I can't remember what all of them are now. Fondleering meant so many different things. I can't even... <laughs> I don't know which one, you know, it, it boiled down to. Um, can you think of any specifically? Let's see. The standing and wiping. Uh, oh, the, the oh I'm against that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the sit and flush. Blueberries, are they blue? What else? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Those, those are all, yeah. Um, blueberries, yeah, we talk about this as a family sometimes, and we're kind of <laughs> undecided, I guess, about the blueberries, if they're, if they're really blue. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd forgotten about all of those questions that we used to talk about and all those things, the, the daily life things, you know. And I think that's the only thing that I really miss about the new Thursday game. There aren't a lot of those things to really go back and forth about, but they definitely have a lot of new great segments. And, and, and the new Thursday game, I can't even say new. This is the one and only. They are far and above the best, you know, yeah. group. When the split happened, I was so nervous. I'm like, and I yes. remember when they came to Dining Room Studios and I was like, I don't know. I felt so tense that whole show. I'm like, is this really going to work out? And of course it didn't end up working out. And I was like, boy, I sure hope I'm going to like the new people. And I, I love them all. How could you not? Like, Absolutely. The transition was very weird because we that was kind of like at the pinnacle of the Thursday gang being awesome. And just, I, I felt like her podcast was just going to explode and just be on the top. And then he like took the wind out of the sails and we're in love with this Thursday gang and they're taken away. Now, how do you replace that? And she is just, I honestly thought that she's just magical. Like how does she have that knack or that ability to put these people together and create something even better than it was before. So what are your thoughts on the current Thursday gang on each of them? Let's talk about each. That sounds perfect. I, I and I agree completely. I was I was really nervous. I didn't know how it was going to go over, but she really did pull something together really, really magical. Um, and I, I, I've been a Greg fan from the beginning. I know you were too. Um, we were both like more Greg, right? Yes. Hashtag more Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely... Um, a Greg fan from the beginning. And I remember that first episode where he was just going to stay off mic, but that didn't last very long. And um, I'm so glad to hear his perspective. Like he's not somebody I would run into in my regular life here in Michigan, you know? <laughs> no, <So>. <laughs> definitely <laughs> not here. I think it's more run of the mill, but meeting him in person was even more like he just, he blew me away. Really. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. He seems like kind of a deep guy um, that maybe more than you'd expect. Right, exactly. And that, 
And that's probably what Allison likes about him. That makes sense. And you're right. It is funny how he just came to kind of look at the show or watch the show and kind of observe what was going on. Didn't realize it's going to turn into him being, you know, one of the favorite people on there every week. And, you know, missing him the last two episodes has been like, ah, (laughs) it's been kind of sad. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I I miss his energy. And then um, Jenna Kim Jones, I loved her on the old Thursday gang. Um, And I'm glad that she transitioned over and brought Al with her. Uh, I've become huge fans of theirs. I listened to their podcast. It's one of the 60 um, that I listened to. And I didn't actually listen to them until he came on to the Thursday show. And, And then that's when they started like rekindling their podcast. And I was like, oh, I'll go listen to them too. And I'm big fans of theirs. Again, you know, Midwestern lesbian, not running into a lot of California Mormon. (laughs) True. So, um, and I just, I really like her. Uh, My kids and I can watch her comedy specials together. We can listen to the podcast together. I love showing them the Jenna Tries videos. So um, we're big fans of of them as well now. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, who who am I missing? Um, uh, Colonel Jeff and Jeff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I wasn't really aware of aware of Jeff's interaction at Adam Carolla. Um, and and to be honest with you, I still I, I still he was a producer over there. I still don't really know all, everything that happened. Like I got a little bit of a gist of it. Like he left around the same time, and um, but I wasn't really aware that he was even over there. So, um, but now I love him. He's great. I think he he's his drops are great. Uh, it's a really well-produced show, and, you know, uh, I enjoy that. And then um, Daniel's wonderful. I, I At first, um, I wasn't sure if he was just, like, filling in until they found somebody more regular, but I'm glad he stuck around. It, it's true. It seems like all of them were kind of like that, except for Jenna. It seemed like they were all sort of, well, we're just filling in until we find out what happens, and then that became the show. So it's just, she has this knack of finding the right people. And, I, you know, I've liked the, some of the fill-in people the, lately, Ali Seagal and, um, and then, of course, you know, when Jordan Morris is on and Dustin and those people. But they have, really haven't been back. But, um, yeah, it's it's been really fun getting to know them. And also, I got to talk to Colonel Jeff a little bit. And I think uh, T.S. actually asked him about his leaving ACS. And it was, he was kind of looking at the door to leave because of all the stuff that was going on there already, just being demeaned. And you remember there was being called like half tard Gary and full tard and all of that. And I think that he was kind of thrown into that mix of like, you're an idiot. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because he has his hand in so many podcasts. He produces so many of them, but who knew that he's actually really funny and should maybe speak up more, <laughs> you know, right. but I, and he, his podcast, uh, Barracuda radio, I was talking to him about that. If it was going to be coming back out again. And, um, he said, you know, he just has no time for his own stuff, but he definitely has some things planned and I think he wants to bring it back. Um, but yeah, so I, we've talked about Thursday. I wanted to ask you, do you have a favorite Monday guest or anyone that surprised you as being better than you thought or anything about Monday? Well, I love comedians. And oftentimes I don't know who the guests are before they come on. 
And then after they come on, like I get to know them and then I'm following them on Facebook or I'm buying their books or comedy albums, you know, um, after I've heard them. So most of the time I don't know who they are. The one that I've become a big fan of is Jensen Karp. Um, and he was on a couple Monday shows, I think. And then he filled in once on Thursday. And now I'm subscribed to two of his podcasts as well. So he's somebody who I um, ended up liking quite a bit. Yeah, he's pretty funny. And I'm just, like I said, I'm run out of time. I want There are so yeah. many podcasts out there, especially right now. I feel like there's this new surgence of even more. And of course, everyone has a podcast. I mean, if you have a microphone and a recorder, you have, everyone has one eventually. But there are so many great ones out there that I feel like I'm just backed up on. Like I just need to get in and listen and catch up, especially the ones that you can talk about on Twitter that are timely where I'm, you know, even with sorry, not sorry, I'm still, I was still trying to catch up from June. And I thought, okay, they, I'm just going to start from the front and go backwards because I want to hear what they're talking about now and what they're tweeting about and, and all of those things. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, and I am going to out myself as being a terrible Twitter person. <laughs> I'm on Twitter. I have the app on my phone. I follow people. I look at things. I've maybe sent out three tweets. I don't really get how it works. I, I'm so much more comfortable in Facebook. Um, I don't get how I'm tagging people or if I need to put a period in front of it. Like I don't get, I don't get it at all. So I'm not great at using Twitter. So I'm oftentimes, I feel like I'm like a stalker, like I'm lurking. I'm just reading things, you know? I think so, there are I, a lot of you out there. I think it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I think there are too. There's like the idiot's guide to Twitter book. I saw it at the library. Oh, no. I'm like, I really need to read that book because obviously I'm not understanding. I have tweeted, I tweeted in a question um, to Allison that she asked, um, I never know how to say her name right, Cameron Esposito. Oh, yes. Um, she asked one of my questions on her show. It always is so exciting when you hear your name. <laughs> um, it doesn't happen very often, but she asked her one of the questions because I am a big fan of hers. Um, and I was excited that she was on the show. Uh, so other than that, you know, I, I'm on Twitter, but I'm not great about using it. So I'm paying attention to what's going on. Um, and I like being, you know, current with things. Um, and I'm obviously able to do that. So it's just a matter of learning how to use the app. <laughs> yeah, I think I finally understand the Twitter language. You know, Snapchat and other things like that, I feel like I'm just 90 years old <laughs> trying to figure it out. But uh, with Twitter, I get it. Uh, Facebook, I was just so over how invasive it was. But then I... After a long time of finally thinking, okay, I'm just going to make a special group just so we could talk about, you know, Allison and this show and then Jenna and Al and, who, you know, just that group of people podcast, you know, because most people on my Facebook page don't even know what a podcast is or yeah. how to get one. But, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, you know, starting the group on Facebook, I thought, well, this is just going to be similar to Twitter. It's just going to be redundant, but it hasn't been. It's been, first of all, meeting new people, people that don't talk on Twitter like yourself. Yeah. Um, people that aren't even on Twitter, um, which is kind of cool, but also it's created more like you can have more of a conversation on there. You know, if you want to just drop, you know, like last night we were talking about this little troll person <laughs> that is doing some things on Allison's Patreon page. And I thought, you know, this is not something you can really do on Twitter and it's kind of more private. We can all just kind of vent and it's just amongst us and, it's not 140 characters and there's no tricks and it's just easy. I don't know. It just seems more friendly. I don't know. You even know what it means. Like more of like family friendly kind of just hanging out with friends, even though it's almost the same group of people as it is on Twitter. It's just a little more small, I guess. Yeah. It feels more like a little community and, and it yes. is private. 
just our own little, like our own little niche of Facebook that not everybody's reading. And yeah, it makes it much easier. Yeah. Yeah. People will say things that maybe they won't say, you know, out loud on Twitter. <laughs> right. <laughs> and also, you know, a lot of times I never wanted to post things on Facebook because I thought, well, my family doesn't know what JMO Patrol is or a Best Friends fan cast or like, why am I going to promote it on there or talk about it on there when they don't even know what it is? But now you people speak my language, <laughs> you know, so it's easier to kind of. Like you said, it's a community and it's it's nice. And it was the same thing as the Patreon page, which unfortunately has been infiltrated by this idiot. But um, I saw I saw that and I thought it was really odd and strange. And I wasn't sure. I mean, to to pledge support, which I guess you could just pledge ten dollars and then cancel or something. Right. But to pledge support and then to just go and troll. I mean, to pay to troll seems a little silly. It is. But, That's like a whole new level of trolling. I, yeah. It, it kind of blew my mind and I thought, oh, it's just some ACS fan that's... And then I thought, no, it's probably like 10 ACS fans that all pitched in a dollar so they can troll for a month. <laughs> yeah, it's just, let it go. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because it just makes it feel like, I don't know, it, I don't know. It's like someone's spying in on your group and they're not going to understand what you're talking about or care or whatever. It's just, it's their own private thing. Get out. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, what is your new, or what is your favorite segment with, with the modern day Thursday gang? Oh, I really love the, um, the dog segment and I love the song. My kids, they don't listen to Alison Rosen, but they can all sing the dog song because I sing it so much. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you sing the long version or the new shorter version? Um, we, I think I sing the long version still. We just love to get to the part where we talk about poop on the bus. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that segment came out around the same time we adopted our dog. So um, it was, it was, we have fun singing it together. I really love that segment. I love the idea of getting dogs homes that need homes. So that, that segment has a personal like spot in my heart, but I love reading the, I, the iTunes comments uh, by Al. That is <laughs> genius because before yeah. it wasn't Gary reading them and you know, it was fine, but with Al's little twist and then the little, you know, music behind it. It's, it's really, really great. I love what they've done with it. Yeah, me too. Have me too. you I've, sent in one yet? The what one? Have you sent in an iTunes comment yet? I haven't. No, I need to work on it this week. I just listened to today's episode that dropped. It's Thursday. And um, this today's was really creative. And um, they had Al like thinking about it as Al, you know, Al is going to be the one who's reading it. Had Al saying some things that maybe he normally wouldn't say. So, <laughs> I loved that. I, I need to get creative with it and send one in. You should. I know. I, I finally, after I don't know how long, I finally sent one in. And I also, on the same day, did one for, um, sorry, not sorry, just because I thought, well, I need to give them some, some stars here because I'm listening to this free content. I need to, like, give a little something back. Of course, now with Patreon, it's easy to give back to Allison and, and it feels a little bit better. And I think everyone should be be supporting her on Patreon because it's just, I mean, she does so much and it's, it's worth it. And it's fun. And it's another little community that has her included in it. It's pretty neat. Yeah, absolutely. I was, I'm so excited about the Patreon. It's been fun. I can't wait for the next live stream show. Oh, that's I right. Think... That's coming up on Sunday. And I don't know when this is going to be coming out, but uh, Sunday, October 9th is her next one. So everyone needs to get out before then yeah. and get because the live stream was really fun it really just felt like you're sitting and chatting with her yeah how cool is that yeah 
It was really cool. And the bonus episodes are awesome. I still haven't even been able to finish the latest one because I have no time. And I've tried to, I've tried to listen to it while I'm taking, <laughs> this is gross. When I'm taking a bath, I'm like, well, I could just listen to this. <laughs> I guess that's not yeah. gross. It's just weird to say bath. It sounds so old lady. <laughs> <laughs> when I'm laughing in the bath and listening to my podcast. Just me yeah. and my golden girls. <laughs> Uh, okay, so you have an extensive podcast list, and I want to hear what you're listening to because I need suggestions. We listen to a bunch of the same ones already, so I think we have the same taste in podcasts. So let's let's hear some of your sixty. Um, so I I um, let's see. We've I've mentioned the sorry not sorry. I've got the best friends fan cast, of course. Um, which I do, I manage to listen to every week. I love, I love listening to you all. I love, um, like, again, I feel like I'm a little eavesdropping, but like hearing people talk about Allison, I talk about Allison and I talk about the people on my podcast, like they're my friends, you know, um, to my family. So, um, (laughs) I'm like, you know, my, you know, Allison, she's pregnant or, you know, when, um, Jenna had the baby, you know, and I show my family pictures of the baby, you know, um, we're just really supportive of them all. Um, I listen to such a great variety of podcasts, um, everything from uh, like Generation Y, which is like the kind of the murder, you know, kind of stuff like serial, things like that. Um, and, you know, like the famous ones like This American Life and Radio Lab and, um, Things like that. A lot of storytelling podcasts like The Moth and Risk. Um, let's see. What else do I listen to? I, it's just 60 of them. So it's so, so many. <laughs> um, a lot that are done by, a, um, a, a, I don't know what it's called. Um, Gimlet Media puts out a lot of podcasts and I listen to a lot of theirs. Um, but the more chatty ones are like Allison, Sorry Not Sorry, I let For Crying Out Loud. Um, another round is a great one that I listen to. I do listen to the brain candy podcast, which is the one with Susie Meissner, who has been on Allison's show. Yes. Yeah. I listen to that one too. So it's, it's really a great variety and I don't listen to them all every single week. Like sometimes I'll skip them and sometimes they're not publishing, you know? So, um, it's not like I actually listen to 60 every week. (laughs) You're all like 58. It's fine. Um, yeah. <laughs> you have a list about as long as uh, Suzanne Keys. I don't know if you've seen her and her Facebook on the Facebook page, but she listed a bunch of ones that she listens to. And I thought, oh my gosh, I want to, I want to have that extensive list as well. Have oh, you listened I'll to Allison? Sorry. <laughs> I asked you a question and then I just go ahead and talk. <laughs> I'll have to go check out her list. Cause I'm always looking for new ones. And and sometimes I'll drop ones off, so I'll go check. And that's on the um, the Facebook group. Yeah, yeah, I'll go check it out. Have you listened to Allison Rosen's other podcast, Within a Quarter Inch? I have not. No, I was tempted to add that, but <laughs> <laughs> I after I added it, I'm like, what am I doing? What is happening to my life? But <laughs> you know, I was pleasantly surprised. I couldn't listen to it. Probably, I didn't get to the quilting part, which I it would be like listening to a sports podcast. I would just be like listening to gibberish. But um, yeah, but they were actually pretty funny. Just you know, you saying chatty just made me think of them because they were just chatty girls from North from uh, one girl I think it was from Canada. One of them was from maybe your area ish. Okay, but um, 
I didn't really get, I know they were making fun of Canadian stuff and later a and saying stuff like that, but um, yeah. It oh, was you got funny. me interested. I might actually have to listen to it because I love all things Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden you're going to have an ARI YMBF quilt. <laughs> right. Quilting B. <bee. laughs> yeah. Maybe Allison needs to have Allison on her show and talk about quilting. Oh my gosh. We, okay. By the way, I found her on Twitter. So we need to match them up. This needs to happen. They need, she has to have, first of all, the other Allison with two L's, the other one, I'm just going to call her other one. Yeah. She must have had a lot of extra downloads after, you know, after oh. ARYMBF coming out and being so big. I mean, you know what I mean? Like an accidental, what's this show? Yeah. <laughs> or vice versa. If you're really into quilting and you accidentally stumble upon <laughs> Allison Rosen is your new best friend. It's like, oh my gosh, what are these people talking about? Poop? What? <laughs> when do we get to the quilting? <laughs> This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> no. I wonder how long they would have to listen before they figured it out. But I know. I guess it maybe just depends on the week or the day, if it's a Monday or a, a Thursday show. True. And the episode I picked to listen for the quilting one was called Friends Forever. And I thought, well, someone could accidentally. The only thing is, I didn't think it was going to be a younger lady. I thought it was going to be an old lady, you know, talking about quilting. But then being having a podcast, that's, a, yeah. that's not an old lady thing. But I looked her up. She looks like like a younger, cool chick. I don't know. Just awesome. Keep craft alive. <laughs> I, we're gonna have to connect them on. I'm gonna connect them on Twitter. It's gonna yeah. happen. I I know Shirley wants more facts of life people, but but we want the other Allison Rosen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there are quilters out there that listen to Allison Rosen's show too. Our For Allison sure. Rosen. Allison's such a dynamic interviewer. I'm sure that she could even get a lot out of a quilter. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We need to get a lot out of the quilter. I like how you put that. <laughs> um, so, um, yes, please, or oh, please. Do you like this segment? I do like this segment. I love how Greg never can remember what it's called. It makes me laugh every single time. <laughs> Anything Greg does makes me laugh every single time. It's just, yes. oh, my gosh. Well, were there any topics that came up that you would want to talk about? I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Didn't really ask you. Ahead yeah, of I, I can't think of what, like, um, uh, they've done. The only thing I could think of was convertibles. That was the first one. And I know there was another one that they just talked about on the live or the uh, LA Podfest one. And I completely forgot what it was, but. They did the one about the planners. What are those special Brookstone planners or something? Or oh, I, I can't remember. remember. Some sort of planner. Yeah, convertibles. I, I'm, oh, please. I guess I'm convertibles. I, yeah. <laughs> Um, they don't, they don't seem that appealing to me. Um, I like to be able to hear myself and not have my hair in my face. So <laughs> yeah, with four kids, it's a bit extravagant to have a convertible. I think it's like, okay, or yeah. unless you're trying to really tune them out, but right. The two of them have to go into the trunk anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> with the cooler in case they have to barf, of course. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I think I kind of already asked you this, but I mean, how did you become a fan of listening to this show? I mean, when did that happen? Oh, yeah, that's a great question. I um, wanted to talk about that, too. So I think that um, I've been listening to the show when it was JMO Patrol um, because Allison had mentioned it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how cool is that? There's like a, a fan cast of my favorite podcast. 
Like, I don't think there's any other podcasts that have a fan cast. Mark Marin can't say that. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think I started listening to it then. And then it went. Um, and I think I had even one of my three tweets was that I wanted to be um, a bring your own friend. And, and then I totally chickened out um, because it made me feel nervous because talking to you all is kind of like you all talking to Allison. Like Aww. you feel celebrities to me, you know, I listen to you. And um, so I was, I felt too nervous and I ended up chickening out. Um, and then it went dark for a while. And then when you came back, I was so excited and I have been listening ever since. Oh, that's so cool. I love to hear that. That's really, really cool. It's yes. funny when we first started doing JMO Patrol, I listened to so many podcasts at the time that I never talked. I just kept listening. I thought, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be talking here. And it was like a weird transition into that. And then, you know, it, it almost went away, but I kind of wanted, I don't know, I miss talking about Allison and I miss talking to all you guys because this really, this show really is all, every, all of ours, you know? And I like everyone being a part of it. And I'm glad that you're not chicken that you didn't chicken out and you're here today. Cause this is awesome. Meeting yeah, me too. Yeah. And I hope that you could come on on a weekly show also. That'd be fun. Yeah. I'd actually really like to do that. The only part that makes me nervous is that I feel like you all take um, prolific notes yes. and I'm like, I'd have to like carry and like I'm cleaning. I'm at the pause my vacuum and like yes. write things down, but I think I could pull it off, especially. Yeah. I could, I would love to have like a, to discuss like, what they talked about that week. So, and you know what, usually I feel like before we didn't take a lot of notes, I think we all just would write one thing. Like when it was JMO patrol, everyone picks something and then we'll talk about it. You know, everyone chime in. And so when I first started this, I thought, well, I need to take lots of notes because what if somebody doesn't come with something to say, or what if, you know, but then I feel like now I'm saying every single thing. I'm like, we need to dial it down. Do we need to talk about every little moment on the show? But um, oh, I think fun. I think it's fun. It's, it's okay, funny here. On it and but I yeah I but I oftentimes like want to like have somebody to talk to about these things so I'd love to to, to chat with you sometime about uh, the regular shows that would be cool and I think that if I took enough notes people wouldn't have to I could just bring up the topic and you can talk about it you know unless there was something specific that you really wanted because I know how it is when I'm doing the dishes I can't listen to her show and take notes it's, it's got to be a special time where I can sit, like if I'm waiting for the kids after school, okay, I'm going to get there a half hour early and sit and listen and take notes. Otherwise, if I'm doing anything else, checking my phone, I didn't hear what they said and I have to rewind. It's like, okay, I need to dedicate yeah. an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> two times a week. That's a good point. And I don't want to like forget something, you know, like that, that got brought up, like throwing up in the cooler or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> that, that got brought up and, 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 and like loses out of my memory and it just needs to be jogged. So... I agree. I think, well, now that you've done this, I feel like you're a shoe in. I mean, you're natural. You can be on anytime you want, you know. Yay. And we That's usually, awesome. good. We usually record on Thursdays at seven Pacific time, but you know, when East coasters want to be a part of it, I can change my schedule. We can do it on a Friday during the day or Thursday earlier, whenever. So I pick that time only because it's easy for me. But I yeah. usually tell people I can make it anytime. That's just so that I can do dinner and homework and kind of get things going and then I can leave. <laughs> but I, right. my husband can fill in if need be. And, you know, I, I'm definitely flexible with that. So if anyone wants to be on the regular show, email me at BFFanCast. I mean, email me, BFFanCast.com. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's a good thing we're not editing this. 
You know yeah. what? You can contact me through both of those things, but you can email me at bfancast at gmail.com if you want to be on the show or whatever. If you want to be on this show, tweet me at bfancast with the hashtag TY4BF. But um, if, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about that I did not get to? Uh, I think that covers it. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the show. I this was. I'm just glad we have this back. I don't know how many people we're going to get to. How many people want to do it? I was even thinking I really want to have some of the JMO patrollers, you know, the old patrollers on and I can interview them or ask them because we never really, we were going to do that to, we were going to do that to each other earlier <laughs> before <laughs> and we never really got to it. And I think that would be kind of fun. So tonight I'm recording with Jason Dix, which I'm super excited about. He has something special to share with everybody that he made for Allison and Daniel. So that's going to be cool. But I would love to interview him and just get his story because he's funny and fun and you know and Ashley and everybody so awesome cool well I look forward to that yeah thank you so much and um where can we find you if you want to be if you don't want to be found on Twitter where can we find you to chit chat about <laughs> Allison <laughs> well you you can find me on Twitter I'm M Raven 721 M R A V E N 721 um you can find me and friend me and and or whatever it's called and follow me and I'll follow you and 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 um connect more with the Allison community on Twitter. That'd be cool. Awesome. And you thank can find me at JMOs and BFFs. And thank you for being a fan. Down the road and thank you. Again.